I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Australian Jams. I think I think this might be episode 69. I should have ah! Yeah, I knew you'd laugh. Wait, I'm going to check right now. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, I'm I'm here in lockdown and so is my very special guest. So we figured while we're in lockdown, why not, you know, chat about new music and stuff and also <laughs> There's an episode scheduled to keep, right? Uh, but that sounds like I'm not excited to talk to this person. I'm really fucking excited to talk to this person. Because <laughs> the first time we met was when they were here with Bandmate and we talked to Cry Club and it was really fun. And then we didn't really hang out after that because, you know, life happens. So it's nice to be catching up again. I'm kind of doing the catch-up rounds with um, with mm-hmm. isolation. I did it with Jeremy Neal, did it with Nat Beza. It's really fun. Today I'm joined by Heather Riley of Cry Club. Hello, Heather. <laughs> yeah, hello. I'm so excited. We've just been talking about our ways of dealing with isolation because we are both <laughs> in Melbourne. Um, you've been taking uh, walks every second yeah. day? Yeah. It's like... Um... We have a set schedule for doing cry club stuff. Yep. And then on the off days, it's it's almost every second day, um, we do cry club stuff. And then on the off days, I go for walks. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much else to do, isn't there? There's literally nothing else to do but make music and take walks. <laughs> do you want to, okay, anyone that follows Heather on social would know that they have uh, dyed their hair recently, changed their hair, <laughs> and I've just realised looking at you, I've got my switch sitting here. <gasps> my switch. Oh is my you. god, it's very Splatoon. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally yes. Heather. Um, oh my god, I think I subconsciously like I was just like green and pink. It has to be green and pink. And yeah. so many people have been like, oh, it's like Cosmo and Wanda, like fairly odd parents. Oh, I or, didn't think nah. of that. I think that's so good. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna share on Instagram story. I'm gonna share a photo with, of Heather's hair with a photo of my Nintendo Switch, and uh, you can all <laughs> make the choice. <laughs> Corporate uh, wants you to tell the difference between these two pictures. They're the same. <laughs> Corporate. Um, <laughs> I can tell this is gonna be quite a loose episode, which I'm completely <laughs> okay with because editing these sorts of episodes <laughs> is fun for me. Um, because I've literally, before we jumped on this, I've been editing my footy podcast, which is just me talking. And it's so, like, uh, monotonous, even though... Like, dry. You know. Um, this is going to be completely different, which is fun. Uh, <laughs> you have chosen three songs for us to talk about. I have chosen I have, three songs for us to talk about. Let's... Um, oh, should I do the whole, for people who don't know you, tell us who you are thing? If you want. Go for it. Tell people who don't know you things about you <laughs> i'm a vocalist and uh i write songs in cry club with yes. uh my other half in every sense of the word so no took um i am like a professional goblin <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah I, I have a background in um, musical theater and acting so 
um, I bring a lot of that into what we do with Cry Club. I really like, um, I don't know, I just like weird music. I like hyper pop. Um, and yeah, it's really cool to get to make the kind of music I do with Jono because he's got such a noisy guitar influence and I have this like really cooked pop obsession. Um, <laughs> so um, you'll, you'll hear that through the songs that I chose as well for today. Like, um, yeah. I'm basically just, I, I, Cry Club's the first band I've ever been in and um, it's going okay, I reckon. And <laughs> I would say yes. I mean, <laughs> outside of pandemic times, obviously. Um, yeah, we were talking well, briefly well. before we jumped on actually recording about how there was so much kind of build up to this year for Cry Club and then a lot of that has had to be cancelled thanks to the pandemic. Mm. Um, mm. So for people to uh, help Heather and Jono out, Go and like buy their merch and do all that sort of stuff to make up for the fact that they've lost five festival slots off the back of this, including Splendor in the Grass and uh, Lost Paradise and Mountain uh, Sound. Oh, uh, it all happens like <laughs> within the span of six months. Like, yeah, we lost. Yeah, the Falls and Lost Paradise was like because of the um the fires. Yeah, so it's like cool. Another unprecedented natural like disaster in australia and then splendor which is like such a punch in the gut because it was always a dream you know yeah. like i think it's a lot of other artists dream is like man how cool would it be to play splendor one day and we never in our wildest dreams imagined we'd do it like after being a band for like two years um yeah <laughs> it hurts it hurts but crack club do have fucking awesome long sleeve tees available yeah. i've been wearing mine non-stop i'm not wearing it today because <laughs> it's in the wash but uh i have been wearing mine non-stop please go on to band camp and buy some cry club merch because it's really good mm. and also their music is really good anyway cryclub.bandcamp.com that's my plug <laughs> <laughs> i will link that in the show notes below as well so you can all go and okay. find it um but let's talk about some songs that aren't that. by cry club <laughs> well <laughs> What is the first one you'd like to chat about today? Um, let's talk about Jack R. Riley. Heck yeah. Talk um, to me. Beautiful, beautiful boy. I love Jack so much. Um, there's, I, he's so varied in what he does. Like it's all within this um, kind of singer-songwritery, like very emotional realm. But like there's a song of his I was obsessed with. Um, my phone just died. <laughs> like, um, oh my god, I just forgot the name of it. This is so it's bad of me. Old God. Oh yeah, this one called Old God. Um, and uh, I don't know. It's so. It's an, again like really different than um a lot of the other stuff I've heard from Jack, just because it's so so raw. Mm. Um, you know, like. He he is often you know like really vulnerable and very sensitive when it comes to his songwriting and very introspective, but I think this one is like such a punch in the gut. Like it, I don't know. He kind of like usually sometimes when people go through these feelings of like um, I don't know like being ashamed of themselves or you know being super like like miserable or lonely. Like it can feel really like all right. Like let me. Well, Tanya's violin, like, cool. <laughs> you're sad, so are we. But I don't, he ma- he makes it sound so conversational, you know? Like, you feel like you're in the room with him and it's like a conversation you're having with a really close friend. Yeah. And just, like, the the guitar, like, it's so empty, but it's so emotional. And they're, like, I call it the, like, Kingdom Hearts piano. Um, <laughs> like, very <laughs> beautiful, sparse, like, ringing. Everything has its bass, you know? And, like... It's like this little moment that you're allowed, um, you're allowed to be sad in, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm in a band called Cry Club. Like, I'm not, I'm not very well versed on being sad. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I think Jack does it really beautifully. He walks that line of um, not getting too um, like wrapped up in your own sadness and just being able to express it in a way that's relatable and makes sense. And it's like a really nice way to. Be sad for a little bit, but not let it like overwhelm you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think it's really interesting. I feel like Jack for a really long time was just there was just one 
aspect of his music that was preventing him from taking that next step. Whereas mm. this kind of series of releases, I think he's released three singles recently. Yeah. Maybe two, three. Um, this feels like oh, yeah, he's finally. Too, I think he lost his one. <laughs> finally, like, found what that missing piece was and mm-hmm. taken kind of a really progressive step forward with his music. And yeah. you're seeing that in the sorts of publications that are covering it, the sort of things that are happening for him um, that weren't happening before. And I, I yeah. think this song is a really good encapsulation of that too. Yeah, and it takes a lot of courage to to say something, you know, like how, you know, I look in the mirror and like be really unhappy and like disgusted in what I see like you know it's not easy to say that kind of thing and like it takes a lot of bravery and like confidence to be that open about how you feel and I really admire it like there's not much he's not really hiding behind anything now he's just like hey this is how I'm feeling (laughs) I'm like I feel you bro I love you so much (laughs) he's also one of the nicest people I've ever met in my whole life yeah he's uh... and um it's beautiful yeah, and he's from up Sydney way, so you where you were previously from. Gone, yeah. We yeah. love that. Um, yeah, I, we did a, we did a couple of shows with him. His band are amazing, like when he plays live. Just beautiful. He just fills the room um, in such a beautiful way, and I'll never get tired of watching him perform. He let me, like one of the first shows we did with him, um, when he, just after he released his viewing balance, um, he knew how much I was obsessed with that song and he let yeah. me sing a little bit of it. And I was like, uh, very, a very small crowd club. And like, I'll never forget it. I don't know. It's like, he, he's a good person. He writes really good songs and he, it's just so exciting to see him like really moving forward. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Should we hear a bit of this song? Yeah, let's do it. So this is Old Guard from Jack R. Riley, and we will be back in a moment. just heard a bit of old guard from jack r riley that was heather's first song for today my first song. <laughs> every time i look up heather's just like bouncing around and real happy <laughs> it's like, I just vibing. It. that's great i love it um <laughs> so i have chosen evan clark's song make the most of this b-side um i find i've been a really big fan of evan clark for a really long time and He's done some really interesting, he released that album a few years ago and since then he's done not only his own music but he's done a lot of production with other artists and specifically Essie Holt. He was really involved in Essie Holt's EP and a few really good singles with that. Mm. Um, This song kind of is a really good Evan Clark song in the respect that it kind of showcases a lot of things he does well and like his signature style type stuff and I always find his music has such a comforting rhythm to it it's such a yes comfortable listen you know what I mean yes I wrote that down when I was listening to it it was like it really feels like um so warm yeah um and like cozy kind of you know it's like the song I'd put on inside like when it's really cold like typical Melbourne outside yeah and um, I just want to feel like soft and warm and comfy inside it's beautiful yeah and he's he has identified that his voice is very much that and Mm. creates production to really uh make the most of his voice feature his voice it's so beautiful and earlier in the year he released a single called I Do which was just like really fun like light-hearted pop almost but it still has Mm. that really comforting rhythm to it it everything is very kind of step by step by step from him yes I love it so much and um remember when I was in year 10 okay this may seem really off topic so I apologize (laughs) when I was in year 10 um which was 2006 Jesus um Cold War Kids had recently released um, an album and there was a song mm. on the cold war kids album that i would listen to walking to the bus stop every afternoon because it 
the beat was in time with the way I would walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. what this is to me. It's like it's like the rhythm of your heart almost that fits yes. with it so that it, it connects you. And that's the whole EDM thing as well, isn't it? Mm. For so, sure. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, the, the second I listen to it, it feels like you're in time with it and like in your own way. And, like, all of the textures that come in, like, it, it kind of grows without you noticing it as well, which yeah. is something that I love um, when people pull that off. It's like I was so caught up in, like, the, the, the narrative of the story, like, of the song that, um, you know, by the time I really, like, stopped to be like, oh, I have to actually, like, listen to this, you know, to say something about it rather than yeah. just to, like, enjoy it. But, um, yeah, like, it's like the, the clicks and, like, the layers of percussion too and the way that, like, it's like a little, I don't know, like a little choir of textures mm. and his voice is just the star of it. Even the guitar is kind of, like, it fades into the background and it's just, like, things weaving. It's so cool. Like, I can't imagine how um you know how long that took to put together it's just it's just the little airy backing vocals and <laughs> like uh it's so beautiful it's yeah. too, it's just natural too yeah yeah natural is a good word because that's it what the album felt like as well was mm. and the main image for the album was him fall uh having fallen into a just like open water and halfway mm. down under the water, a very natural feeling to it. And all the yeah. imagery is very kind of forestry, forestry and things like yeah, that. Yeah, it does yeah. kind of create that whole feeling to it. And mm. I think while, while the imagery for this isn't the same as the album, it still follows that pattern almost. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I noticed that as well. It's so beautiful. It's like this little moment you can kind of, take it with you <laughs> like it makes me want to like go for a walk again yeah. even though I just went on my daily government sanctioned walk but and it's raining it's, I know it was it's actually sunny the sun just came out we don't live that far from each other how is it raining yeah. for me? <laughs> thanks Melbourne <laughs> um yeah, and there's a the final lyric of this song as well I really liked as well it was just don't run away from what you know um yeah I find weird with comfort in that too it's like it's just Mm. a comfortable song i guess i'm using that word too much so let's listen to a (laughs) bit of it this is from evan clark it's called make the most of this b-side and we'll be back so don't drop out of it always a part of it let's settle in the best it is not just the cursing it i want to make the most of this and i'll make the most of this That was a bit of Make the Most of This B-Side by Evan Clark. Heather, what is your second mm. song for us? My second song is Euphoria by Wood. Heck, heck yes. Oh, when, oh my God, when Wood posted like that photo in the armour, yep. I was like, I'm so gay. I love this. Like I was... <laughs> I was shook. I was like, are you kidding me? She looks amazing. She looks like Joan of Arc. Like, oh, my God. It was everything. I was like, I don't care what this song sounds like. I know I'm going to love it. And then she released it, and it was like, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Like, it's huge. And, like, euphoria is, like, the perfect word for it because, like, that's the feeling I got listening to it. Like, from the start, it just grabs you, and it, like, it doesn't let go, you know? it just like she just runs with it you know it's like I wrote down it's like pop music that like the Stonehenge druids would write <laughs> like it uh, feels um yeah it feels you know like what's the word there's a better word for it but like sacred you know it's like very <laughs> special and huge like even those like weird kind of growly um, like horns as well, like little textures across the song and her voice just rings like a bell. And yeah. every, like so many of the elements, like this little clash of like some really harsh noises in this really lush, beautiful, big track. Like, <clears throat> um, so like 
string and piano moments and then it really like that kind of little opera-y vocal thing that comes in after the chorus like I just <laughs> oh I really like it's, it's like it's like a Eurovision song but like not as naff you know <laughs> it's yeah, so no, that's perfect a good like, way of describing it I I think that for me um straight away it was a very triumphant feeling like straight away it was like yeah. victorious I suppose and it mm. also just immediately felt different to a lot of previous Woods songs yeah I wasn't expecting it like I didn't know what I was expecting going into it like I love Woods but this one is just like on another level um yeah. it's really satisfying yeah. you know you listen to it it goes to all the places you want it to go to um when you're like Oh, like it like can it get bigger? Like it does. The chorus is perfect. Like that's something Jono and I have been really trying to nail, like a big satisfying chorus. Yeah. And I listened to this and I was like, fucking did the thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like I'm gonna dance in my garden, like a fairy or something. It's so magical. Yeah. Um it's like yeah, just like effervescent. I don't know. It's it's hard to describe like how like it's scratchy, but it's sparkly, and it's really like um, the, uh, the little like running like stint. Oh, I get overexcited <laughs> talking about it. Like I haven't stopped listening to it. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to be doing that uh, not too far from now. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> you know exactly which song I'm talking about. Um, yeah, the Woods thing you said, magical, and I feel like that is probably the theme for a lot of Woods music is the kind of mm. the magic feeling of it. Almost um, yeah. fantasy. It was almost, that yeah. is definitely a common theme, but she's expressing it in different ways with different releases. And yeah. that goes to the imagery as well, the, the photo in the armour. Do you know who took that photo? I've got to look that up. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. No, because it. Uh, I know it wasn't Julia, but it has that impact that like a Julia photo has. Yeah, I'll look um, it up and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really beautiful. Like it, it's really immediate, and um, and like it, her talking about like the album's going to be called Crystal Ball. It, it like that makes me so excited. Like the, the imagery, <laughs> the the title, this song. Um, it just like the perfect combination of like hyping up her album like I really can't wait to hear it mm. um the song just made me super excited I'm like thank you I needed that <laughs> all right well let's hear a bit of it and we all need a bit of this in our lives right now given mm. world circumstances so this is Euphoria by Woods Just heard a bit of Euphoria by Woods. Uh, my turn. So I've kind of cheated with this song a little bit. So sorry, everyone. I'm breaking my own rules. So, like, who cares? But whatever. Um, I've chosen TK Maida and Carrie Foe, Don't Call Again. So the cheating is because Carrie Foe is not Australian. But 
TK is, oh. so we're going with it. Um, this song is just super soulful, super smooth, and I love that TK has spent a lot of time over the years proving her versatility. She's got such a yeah. range in what she can produce, and I love it so much because even if mm. like the real heavy rap stuff isn't your cup of tea, which is probably where I sit, there's other ways of accessing ac- – accessing? Accessing. Yeah, accessing. I've forgotten how to say words. Um, <laughs> her talent, her music, her songwriting, because she's able yeah. to deliver it in so many different ways. Um, yeah, and I just love it so much. And this one I really, really love. Me too. I was so surprised. Here. I was actually going to pick this song, and then when I saw <laughs> you had it, I was like, God damn it. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But it's so like solely. I've loved her for the longest time. And yeah. I saw her at. Uh, Sydney City Limit, like a couple of years ago. And wow. um, she's like stunning. She's such a good performer. She's so charismatic. And like, I really loved like the more heavy rap stuff. Like the, she did a song with fucking Killer Mike. Like that's huge. I do love um, that one. Oh, and I've loved all of TK's stuff. Um, and then this I listened to and I was like, oh, it reminds me of like Scissor, you know, like the kind of um, really like, um, I'm sad, but also I'm, super sexy and I don't want you to talk to me like the attitude of this song is so good and like Kari's verse too is like perfecto and I love to hear like um like a non-male guest you know like rapper on a track like I think that's so cool I think it really suits the vibe of the song too and then the way like she has these really like long drawn out phrases in the chorus and then after um the flow of it like where she speeds it up and it's almost kind of rapping um and the way like Kari's rap kind of fused with TK's like song bits it was such a I don't know it was such a like layer on layer on layer of just like beautiful sound yeah I was so into it I'm not usually more into like bluesy or soul um any kind of R&B-ish feeling but I loved much and it was so surprising like yeah like you said I, I was not expecting that from her and there's still this there's still this like really driving energy behind it even though it is slightly more laid back which I love yeah, yeah. And, and it's it does move between those kind of feel changes really expertly like it doesn't mm. feel like the, uh, one song is starting and another song is beginning when it moves between it yeah. very seamless in in its flow and it's just a real a really fun song to listen to yeah, and, like, the journey of it is so cool. Because, yeah. like, when you think you know what the song is, she changes it up a little bit and it's, like, it, you're never, like, bored or um, you can – you can't you, – it's unpredictable, but yeah. it still works and it spits. It's so good. <laughs> and um, – Also, the bass. Yeah. Iconic. Sorry, <laughs> I have to say that. That's okay. I was going to say, unsurprisingly, the artwork as well is so cool. And TK has a knack for having really good artwork, but always changing it up. It's not like she does the same thing, kind of slightly changed each time. It's completely changed up every time. And just kind of fresh take, new artwork, new song. It's always fun to see what she's coming out with. And she looks stunning, like in the artwork. Um, It's like breathtaking. It's so beautiful when it's like the photo says so much about the song. Oh, she's gorgeous. I love TK. I'm so impressed, you know. <laughs> Let's listen to a bit of it. It's called Don't Call Again. It's by TK Maidza and Carrie Foe, and we'll be back. I said it all. All I need to say. No, don't hit my line. Please don't call again. Consistent hey. with the story is you just heard a bit of Don't Call Again by TK Maida and Carrie Foe. We're up to your last song, Heather. Yeah. Which um, one? This one. <laughs> I'm like, <"Nah." laughs> This song is um, it's called Happiness by Katie Day, who I only just recently discovered. Oh, my God. I am, if you follow me on anything, you know how much of a fan of, like, hyper-pop I am. Like, um, 
super glitched out, like fucking with um, textures and stuff in pop and making it really abrasive. I don't know. I love I love boundary pushing pop music, and yeah. it's so so exciting that we have someone doing that um, in Australia because like I'm a huge fan of you know like Hundred Gex and like Charlie XCX and Sophie and all the PC music world, but um, yeah, I was really like craving something <laughs> in Australia that's so good. Um, like yeah, just to have Katie Day, like she, oh, she's like, yeah, it's, I can't get over how how much I love everything she's put out. She also she worked on um Georgia Max solo album on oh, album on Pleaser. Um, but like something that's so cool about this song is like a lot of hyper pop music is kind of guitar based. Like guitars and synths and like it uses like really distorted glitchy guitars to like contrast with the pop um like pop vocals and melody lines but um this song is so beautiful because it uses like piano and like strings as well and glitches that up so it's really cool like to see that extend from like pop melodies am i gonna fuck with that into like we're gonna use these like really soft and really classic like pop um instruments and just like fully run it through a blender like it's 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 so beautiful it's like watching a like a piece of theater or something and then everyone starts melting um <laughs> it's how i felt listening to it like it, it kind of doesn't give you a break and then you get these beautiful like pockets where um like her voice is auto-tuned and then it's not and it's really clear for a second but she doesn't let you have those moments for long yeah. and it makes you really savor it. Like it's so beautiful the way it's still used on um on those like piano hits and um everything is so warm as opposed to like coming in super cold and abrasive. Um I think it's so like it's it's a masterpiece, like it's so well done yep. and it's so interesting to listen to. Like I need a lot of stimulation <laughs> in my brain, which is why I go for very abrasive, like noisy music it's so cool to be like instead of using like noise elements like starting from the ground up with really gentle like typically gentle elements and then um yeah just using like form using like structure and stuff to fuck that up i i love it i love it <laughs> i live for it so my good. my main contribution to the conversation about this song is that this is the exact type of song i expected you to choose <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Oh, I love it. I like. I don't know. It. it I, I. relate to it so much. I don't know. I think because like I have a very hyperactive brain. So this kind of music really like satisfies that part of me that like needs to move very quickly. And also like the the like lyrical content of the song. It's like this. You know, like it's about like internet relationships, which I think the the harmony between like the lyrical content and the narrative. And that really glitchy production is so cool because, like, you know, online relationships, you feel something like friendship or like um, partners or whatever that you've made through the through like um, social media or the internet. It, it is that juxtaposition of like feeling really warm and like having these real, um, like, valid feelings, but also it's separated with like layers of like screens and glass and cables like I, I it's just like the perfect like the idea is perfectly packaged and executed in such a beautiful way and it's not for everyone um but I think it's really exciting that someone from Melbourne is making music like that I'm like yes <laughs> I'm gonna just... find you I'm gonna go to every show <laughs> <laughs> when we can have shows um sorry yeah. to bring the mood down no you know um I can be like this sometimes, uh, maybe less than other people, but where you can't quite finish a sentence because you're already trying to talk about the next thing you want to talk about and just like yeah. <laughs> change of topic type of mood even. This is like okay, yeah. the song form of that. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like jumping from topic to topic, but it's not that, it's in the music form um, and you kind of just have to be willing to let it take you where it's taking you instead of yeah. trying to understand where it wants to take you. Yeah, definitely. I think like having a um like a background in like weird theater as well, like and I'm I'm very used to the experience of like 
not trying to overthink or like pull something apart and understand it immediately. Like letting things happen to you is a really cool place to be in. Like, and it's nice to be taken somewhere unexpected or pushed out of something a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love, I like being in that space. So this That's is the antithesis good... of the Evan Clark song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But it's also like that. Um, that also made sense in this group to me. <laughs> it's like it's cool. Like I, I would if all of the songs in this like in this episode were put next to each other on a playlist. Like I wouldn't feel too shocked about it. You know, <laughs> maybe most people would. I'm a goblin, so I have no taste. But <laughs> you have great taste. Love <laughs> it. Uh, well, let's hear. I, I like that you've gone with euphoria and happiness as two of your song names. By the way, I just noticed that. Um, <laughs> this is a bit of happiness by Katie Day, and we'll come back for the last song of the episode. You just heard a bit of <laughs> happiness by Katie Day. Sorry, Heather's being very funny. Um, <laughs> my last song is one that both of us are going to fawn over. So full disclosure, that's what's about to happen. I also just hit my mic, so sorry about that. Um, <laughs> it's called I'll Find It. It's by Alice Ivy and features Odette. So automatically you know I'm obsessed because Odette's on it's, it. It's um, going to be good. <laughs> oh, fuck Alice Ivy's production, I think, continues to develop and she's really kind of mm. proving herself as a talent in that space when um, people are very quick to dismiss female producers or um, non-male yeah. producers, I should say. And I think- Well, like um, the, the – sorry. <laughs> the okay. Like the ARIA Award – this is part of her campaign too. Like the ARIA Award for, I think, Best Dance Album has never been won by a female producer. And which is nuts because yeah. she's the best. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, I definitely feel like it's so female producers are so underrated, like a crime, especially in the case of like Alice Ivy. Anyway, so yeah, well, <laughs> think about the fact that Joy is an incredible producer, um, Looper J, an incredible producer. Like, yes. These are all non male um, artists that just don't get the credit for their production that, you know, mm. generic EDM boys do. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to knock anyone in the process of lifting others up, but I think it is a problem that these women or yeah. non-males aren't recognised. Um, anyway, uh, so this is off um, Alice Ivy's new album called Don't Sleep, with, which came out on Friday. Um, it's a full album of collabs with a completely different artists, which I love. So cool. Um, so there's Montaigne, yeah. there's Bertie Blackman, there's... Obviously, Odette. There's Kate Selma Plum, Weapon, Selma Plum, um, Eka Vandal, um, Imbi, Boy, whole bunch of people. Um, also, so it's a- like a really, really cool roster of non-male collabs. Yeah, there's only one male collab in the whole album. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like such a fun listen from track to track. It feels. It, it somehow, because Alice Ivy's production is so her, um, it's able to keep a, a thread throughout it, but it mm. does feel like each collab artist has taken ownership of each song as well. So it's a really nice yeah. kind of journey through the album. But, yeah, yeah this yeah. one, this one's my favourite. Um, the piano at the start is just a nod to Odette's signature oh. sound straight away. Her voice is gorgeous over the top. But then that feel change into the chorus is just literally everything I've ever needed in music ever. Yeah, like it kills me that 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 just feel change into that chorus. I could listen to that perpetually, and I'll be happy. Yeah, that's it. She actually, um, <laughs> we uh, we've been hanging out with Annika a lot, and I'm so She's glad. A lot of fun. You know, like I have like you know when you have like friend crushes on people where you're like, You are so cool, I just wanna hang out with you so much. We were on her tour for when she released close to you. Yeah. Um and just like clicked straight away. 
And um, so we were with her and she was like, do you want to hear this? Or that song that I did? Uh, it was like a few weeks ago. And we were like, yes. And she played it for us. And I was gagged. Like, yep. I couldn't believe it. I knew. Yeah, I was like, this is it. Like, this huge. Just like, it's really cool the way that you, because you, you, you wouldn't think it had mesh well together, you know, because Odette's got that beautiful, like, broad, folk, kind of folksy, like, um, sounds in the way that she, yeah yeah super soulful and like really from the heart and her layers of like really dense beautiful harmonies this kind of like beat like poetry feel that she brings to everything like her lyrics are incredible and her sense of rhythm and time is like super unique um and then you've got Annika who just like is an incredible producer like she everything that she does feels like stadium worthy and I was like, this is an inter a really interesting collaboration. And I was like really curious about it when I first heard that she was working with Odette. And the song just makes so much sense. Like mm -hmm. the, yeah, the way that like those layers of Odette harmonies, like it's unmistakably Odette, it's unmistakably Alice Ivy without it, like without them compromising anything, they've just come together and made something that's like so much like, so much bigger than anything I thought it could be. And oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, like, so, so, so in awe. Um, like, the, like the, the big reverby beat that you wouldn't think would mesh well, it just does. And, like, every, they, they bring out the best in each other. And it was, I was so, I was just so shook. It, and, like, it also feels, like, really safe and homely. Like, this, whatever world they've created with this song is like what I want to live in forever <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny um when Odette released her album I think two years ago now um mm. I stated uh, probably 10,000 times um particularly on the podcast that Fractured Glass was my favorite song off that and it, yes. it kind of makes sense that I love this and particularly that momentum into the chorus because it does feel a little bit like the way fractured glass is um, uh, constructed, I guess, in terms mm. of song structure, not in terms of yeah. production or anything, but the way that it moves into the chorus is very yeah. kind of similar to this. And I think it suits Odette's voice so perfectly to have a lot of stuff yeah. stripped away and have her stand out for that moment. But also Annika was really able to um, elevate the best parts of both mm. of their artistry, I guess. I'm not trying to sound like a wanker yeah. when I say this, but like, <laughs> I just think this is an incredible, incredible song. And the fact that it's not even a single from the album, like, yeah, right. Who, who made that decision? <laughs> <laughs> but also, that shows you the caliber of the album too, because the singles yeah. have all been fucking great. And the fact yeah. that this hasn't been one of them tells you all you need to know about how good this album is. Yeah, it's like it's like she left it on there for, for you to discover, you know, yeah. like um it's too good to like take out of there, you know? It's uh it's just beautiful. I don't know, the way the way that like, you know, it really feels like Odette's voice is part of the production and like mm. um the sounds that they make together is something like um yeah, I just never would have expected it to be on like an Alice Ivy song. You can see I'm doing quotation marks. Um, you know, like I love, um, you know, like Close to You and um, I loved her um, previous album too. And it just feels like a beautiful step forward. Like, and also it's so wonderful to be able to like work with anyone and make, make it work so well. It really speaks to, yeah, it really speaks to her skill as a producer. The fact that she can, like what's the word like bend with people and move with people um to to get them the best out of them yeah. Yeah. oh man Sh shall we hear a bit of this please <laughs> um it's called i'll find it it's from alice ivy featuring odette and it's from alice ivy's new album called don't sleep
just heard a bit of I'll Find It from Alice Ivy featuring Odette, the one that both of us just gushed over a lot. <laughs> um, that brings us to the end. Heather, have you got anything to promote, to tell us about? I know in pandemic times it's a little bit difficult to see into the future. But they got yeah, <laughs> everything's either like digital or very far away. We just got announced on the Yours and Owls lineup, which I'm very excited to play. Like we first did that festival in 2018 and we were in the like and friends <laughs> right down the bottom <laughs> category it's really cool to move up to like that middle spot with like towns and um haiku hands like that's gonna be sick um that's like <laughs> i think that's one of the only things i'm allowed to talk about now we do have some um some stuff coming up uh like some live stream stuff which is gonna be cool and it's more of the like full band um like really like good not like we did it in my shed with an acoustic guitar kind of <laughs> production you know so I'm really excited about that to be coming up soon um our performance that we did on delivered live yeah. um will be up on YouTube very soon they're gonna keep it up on there which is nice they're hosting that which we had so much fun doing um what else we still have our live video um for obvious which yep. is on our, I really want to plug that because, like, I, I, I sometimes put it on the TV and, like, cry. That's not very <laughs> self-centered, but it's, like, I miss that show. You know, it really feels like if you want to know anything about Cry Club, just watch the obvious live video that we filmed at Brunswick Music Festival. Like, I really want to, I really want people to, I really want people I to will, watch it. I like, will put that in the show notes as well so you can very easily click through to that and also across yes. the Australian Jam socials. Yes, if you're wondering what a crowd club gig is like, it's that video. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if people want to find you online, on social media, where can they find mm. you? Um, we're on Instagram at crowdclubmusic, one word, um, and on Twitter, cry underscore club. We also have a Discord server we just made, which is very fun. Um, we post a lot of memes. What is the other one? Um, we have our Cry Club Club on facebook yeah that is um, a, that is a funny one to be a part of <laughs> it's very it's a very strange mix of us being like here's a show maybe that we get to perform and then our friends being like here's a robert smith meme um <laughs> <which I love. laughs> and you've been doing mario kart uh tournaments during isolation yes every monday at 6 p.m jono streams mario kart and he's got the switch code in there as well so if you want to play mario kart with someone for mario kart 8 for the switch um last night last night this kid joined who is the world record holder for like one of the tracks on mario kart 8 he's 13 years old and fully <laughs> destroyed everyone and we're all just trying to talk about like splendor and this kid is like i won again and it was really it was really fun because we We'll usually um, do Mario Kart and then watch Eilish Gilligan's um, live stream Eilish on Twitch. Eilish is incredible. Yeah. She's my favourite thing in the world. I love her so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it, we're doing a lot of stuff. Like the Mario Kart Mondays is a really nice. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a relaxing. I was banned from the streams because um, <laughs> I would just be very chaotic and yell. And then I was like, I think people just want to like relax a little bit and um you, I love you so much, but you are very high energy. <laughs> so, um, I'll be on there like every second week or something because it just happens in that room there. Um, it's yeah, we just kind of make the most of it and stay connected. So, um, definitely like, um, our Discord server, which you can find on our Twitter, and um, yeah, our YouTube channel is where all the live streams are hosted, and yeah. Most stuff will be on our YouTube and just stay, we want to stay connected with people. So you'll, we'll announce stuff as it happens and post links to everything. I just want to, I'm very extroverted. I want to talk to my friends. <laughs> no, that's good. I'll, um, I'll definitely be linking to all your socials in the show notes as well. And on Yay. the Australian Jam socials, which are just Australian Jams on Twitter and Instagram. So go there as well. I'm also at GL Bastiani if anyone's interested in, my incessant football tweeting. Um, I, <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on, but I support you. <laughs> it's it's a lot over the weekend, and there's about to be a lot of games in a very short period of time, so I'm really sorry. I accept the fact that I'll be muted by a lot of people in the coming weeks. Um, I have fine. not muted you, and I never will. 
that makes me feel good. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for you. <laughs> no. I give you, like, little likes. I'm like, yep, I support you. <laughs> <laughs> I did um, actually, this is completely off topic, but we're talking about Twitter. Um, I did last week. Last week? Yeah, because it's, it's a new week now. Um, I've lost track of everything. Last week, a, an ex-player who is also a really great writer and musician as well, so it's kind of relevant, mm. um, actually, like, tweeted out to his however many followers that if people want to – um, see good analysis of games while they're happening they should follow me and I was just like Fuck yeah I died on the spot so I'm a ghost now yeah. talking to you. so I'm yeah a- that's a thing anyway um thank you so much Heather for joining me thank this you. has been really fun and also really thank long, you for so having sorry. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it always happens like any podcast we do with people everyone's always like fuck that was long <laughs> we I do I don't shut up Johnny doesn't shut up we're just two people that love our friends. <laughs> well, I'm going to try and get Jono on for an episode soon. So I hope everyone looks forward to another long episode soon. Um, this has been Australian Jams. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got some time, rate and review because that can help out. Also, um, artists are having a bit of a tough time like everyone else right now. So if you've got some money to spare to spend on some merch or something like that to help it. Um, an artist out please do there's some really good merch up and um, as I said cry club at band camp you can get a great long sleeve tea that I'm a big fan of so please do that otherwise <laughs> thank you Heather and uh, we'll be back in two more weeks with another episode of Australian Jams catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 